hear the entire breakdown of the winning percentage differential between the Bucks and the Cavs. Who's played more games? Everything you need to know. Riley's got it for you in his next sports center. The next one coming up. The outster. At the top of the 11 o'clock hour. Woo. Uh, I can't wait to uh, continue my mentorship of him by getting together with him for the first time. Uh, all right. So, Tausch, do you want the Packers to play in Brazil in the opener on f- the Friday of opening weekend? Are you pro-Brazil? Yep. Are yeah. you going if they go? No. No, I won't. Then why are you so pro-Brazil? Even though I speak the language, I like the brand going over there. I think it's good for the league. I think it's good for exposure just from from a NFL standpoint. Yeah, and by the way, uh, you don't have to go play in Philly. So you're from a team standpoint, yeah, you got to go a long ways, but it's a great experience, and it's the first game of the year. So you have plenty of time to kind of regroup. It, get, it cuts training camp a little bit shorter. Maybe you go down to Brazil earlier. You soak up some things. Uh, it's a great bonding experience, and I, I just I love everything about it. I understand why there'd be hesitancy because it's a long flight. Uh, it starts your season. 5,376 miles. Yeah, you know who else got to fly that far? Philadelphia. Well, not, for well, a home game. Yeah. It's true. So uh, I, I just I, I love the whole concept of it, and Packer fans love to travel. Um, it's going to be a standalone game. I love everything about it. It will set a great tone for the start of the season. And I think the NFL really wants the Green Bay Packers to be in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing the Green Bay Packers are very hesitant and giving the old stiff arm like, are you all sure somebody else would be better to do this? We want to stay in our comfy little Lambeau Field NFL continental United States. Yes. Uh, so the question is, do the does the NFL force, or as Mike Tomlin said, hostages. we want volunteers, not hostages, not hostages I would believe that the Packers will be more of a hostage-type situation if this goes off, and I'm guessing there's other teams on the Eagles' schedule that want all of that brand notoriety, that want all of that exposure, and that want that potential to get into an in another international market by showing up there. And the NFL have to think, do I want to be forcing a team, even though I know it's good for our brand? Or do I let some other team, I don't know, maybe a team from Cincinnati. I don't know who's all on I was Philadelphia's just a, schedule. If, if you'd be so kind as to allow me to do that for you. Yeah, uh, who's the, all on Philly's schedule? The the Eagles' home schedule, because that's what matters here, because it's their home yep. Eagles game that will be moved from Lincoln Financial Field to Sao Paulo, Brazil. The Cowboys, the Giants, and the Commanders—all division happen. games. Those you don't. Three won't move, you're not moving a division game. You're not doing divisional that. games. You don't move. No. Nope. Uh, Cleveland. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Atlanta. Uh, a little, probably a not little as too young at the quarterbacks. Too. But yeah, there's some stuff that's there. Yeah. Carolina. 
too not very good. So probably Jacksonville. Jacksonville's already playing in like London. Jacksonville's London. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good sexy draw. And good, Pittsburgh. Draw. And you don't you you, you so, want you want the two you you want both of the Pennsylvania teams playing in Brazil against each other? I don't I would think, think so. Not. So what does that not. leave so here's you? Here's why that, I think it's that leaves you Green Cleveland, Bay or Cleveland. That leaves you Cleveland. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I don't think it's Jacksonville. I don't think it's Carolina. It leaves you the Green Bay, Cleveland, and Atlanta. Yeah, and Atlanta. I think if they weren't going through a quarterback, and you know maybe Justin Fields ends up going there. That's kind of the way the it, that's the kind word of on the, the streets. Across my desk, I got a note across my desk that that's what's going to happen. So the question you have, and this is why I think the Packers should embrace it. The Packers do not want to give up another home game. The Packers want to go. They they pushed hard. They wanted to be a road team that went over to London. Correct. Well, they had to give up a home game because, again, most of these teams don't want to give up the Packers. Philadelphia sells out all the time. Sure. If you're in Tampa or in Miami or some of these other places, San Diego, Jacksonville. LA, Jacksonville, they're not gonna they're gonna protect that and not let Green Bay go. Green Bay can proactively say, Okay, we'll go. We'll do it, we'll do you one, but then y'all better do us one by not taking another home game in the next decade. Maybe we want to go down and play a game in Madison, although uh, resoundingly was beaten down <laughs> in our poll well that that's not going to happen. So Green Bay can proactively do this, and yeah, it's a pain in the butt for the beginning of next season, but I think there's a ton of positives. Matt LaFleur will have learned his lesson. He will be positive and embrace this game down in Brazil. All right, wait and a minute. Then, wait a minute. And then hold up. And then... No, you hold up. When, time, when the time comes and they say, well, you need to give up one of these Packer home games... Mark Murphy and or whoever takes over for him could say, man, we've been there twice in the last four years. We're good. We're staying home. Explain to me why you think Matt LaFleur will have learned from his last experience in London. He is a smart smart guy. guy, but you would agree that as of right now when that has not been decided, like he'll do better this time around and not publicly complain about going to London or Sao Paulo, uh, unlike the last time. But mm-hmm. you know right now he's like, no, 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 please do not. do it. Mark, do everything you can to keep us from going. You know that. Yeah, he they does, will. As a coach, he does not want this in any way, Jason, shape, or form. And agreed, then he'll have to flip he not want- if he has to go. Yes, he did not want to go and give up a home game to play in London. All things equal, this is the best case for Green Bay. Early in the season, you're not giving up a home game. Yes, you're traveling more, but when you can keep nine home games, what a huge advantage for the G&G. And if this is what you're new to do, because you're going to be called upon to serve in these foreign games to grow the game and especially with a quarterback that's become Jordan Love and a brand that is as strong internationally as any NFL team probably outside of the Cowboys this is what you have to do and I think the Packers should embrace this 
I understand back-channeling and trying to fight it a little bit before the decision's made, but once that decision's made, embrace the heck out of this because it's in the long run the best thing for you. So I hope they do it. Uh, I I would hope that if they do it, Matt Lafleur did learn from that experience, and at least puts on a happy face. But you know he's not going to be, like down deep Why? inside, he's gonna no. You know he's gonna put on the happy face for his players and everybody else. But coaches are creatures of habit. You know this. He doesn't want to go to Brazil. He knows how to get the Philly. He knows where to get a cheesesteak. He knows what he's up against there. Yes, there's certainly the appeal of not having a uh, pro-Eagles crowd in Brazil, but I don't think that they're worried about playing on the road at Lincoln Financial Field as much as the inconvenience of traveling to that degree. He just doesn't want to do it, and I don't think he's changed his opinion. Agreed, but you know what? Deal with it. And I think the fact that Matt LaFleur saw the impact of how his attitude and approach was to that London game, how that trickled through his locker room, and how that set of circumstances cascaded into the debacle of the lost year, as I frame it. Uh, He is smart enough and wants to win bad enough that he will understand it and have a completely different approach to what's going on here. So the Packers will fight this. I understand why they want to fight it. This sounds crazy. I want them to lose this battle because in the long run, this will be the best thing, not only for next season but moving forward because the Green Bay Packers should be looking at it saying, how can we keep as many nine-game home stretches in an NFL season as we can? And this, this move, Os Packers vau jogar no Brasil, that will get it done, and that will keep you in that mix to keep the nine home games as your team continues to grow and get better and your opportunities of playing and winning championships is only going to get better and better. Is there a place where they, where else they could play? Like they're playing in Germany. They're playing in Mexico. They're playing in London. They're playing in Brazil. Is there somewhere you would like them to I play? I think there's a Spain game. I think there's uh, that a game is, in Spain. Uh, not yet, but yes, that's the next thing that they're planning. So obviously, uh, I mean, the NFL would be foolish to not put the Green Bay Packers in Germany. Agree. Like the Packers should have a game in Germany, and it should be over Oktoberfest. And if you want to, if you think the Green Bay Packer fans travel and fill places up and drink places out of beer. I think Wisconsinites and Packer fans across the world would take great umbrage. I've seen this happen. When we were in Indy, when the Badgers beat Kentucky, we literally drank a monster hotel chain out of beer before they even got back. That's Before the team even got back. We've drank the entire place. We would go and think that we could drink, out-drink, the entire Oktoberfest festival if the Packers play over in Germany. And I think at some point the Packers will be headed over there for one of those games. Uh, I would like to uh, discuss a little bit of the story that I did and the conversation I had with Ron Wolf yesterday, who remains a huge pro-Mark Tauscher fellow. Boy, he's, yeah. he's eager to come on the show. 
I'd love to do that quote. Love it. So we'll get him booked for that. Uh, maybe we can do it and offer him. I don't know if they, they don't have quick trips in Jupiter, Florida. But there's got to be some perks from our partnership with Quick Trip that we can maybe get a sponsorship deal for, for Ron. Because he's a Hall of Famer and so is Quick Trip. He is. And you all know what a big Quick Trip fan I am and how they do so many things right. Fresh products. Great customer service. I always say, see you next time, every time you walk in there. And you better believe it. I've told you numerous times, uh, Eleanor loves just eating the bone-in fried chicken. I love the tenders. They make some of the best chicken you're going to find anywhere. Fried chicken, chicken tenders, whole roasted chicken, rotisserie chicken, 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 chicken. And I put their chicken mano-a-mano with any of the competition. If you haven't tried it, you need to stop in to your nearest Quick Trip, pick some up. You won't be disappointed. Right now, Quick Trip has a chicken deal that you can bet. I'll be taking Matter of fact, yesterday I grabbed one to grab the kids. Knew the kids were going to be hungry. I fired some chicken tenders at them. It was $8.99 for an eight-piece tender. But now this is the part that blew my mind when I got this copy. It blew my mind. You can win Quick Trip Fried Chicken. Not for a month, not for six months, not for for your life. Get automatically entered for a chance to win by purchasing any fried chicken product using your quick rewards. Tenders, boneless, boneless, crispy chicken sandwiches. You can buy it with your quick rewards, and you're entered for a chance to win one eight-piece bone-in fried chicken a week for life. For your life! <laughs> Must be 18 years or older. See full details at quicktrip.com slash fried chicken for life. Again, it's quicktrip.com slash fried chicken for life. I, I didn't believe it when I heard this. It's uh, unbelievable. So so I know you're big on constructive criticism. So first hey, of all, ahead. if you're going chicken for life, don't you go... Not chicken for a month, not chicken for a year, not chicken for a decade, as opposed to not chicken for a month, not chicken for six months, not chicken for blah, da, 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 da. Well, if you notice, do you recall from Shawshank Redemption when the the warden was doing it? Do you remember the quote that he was doing? He sounds a lot like me. Um, No, I don't. Uh, The warden. When yes. he was saying, when not it, I want him found, not, not next week, not today, now. Um, secondly, isn't bone-in fried chicken just fried chicken? And then te- chicken tenders are chicken tenders, which don't have bones in them. Like, it, Do you need to say bone-in fried chicken? Or, yes. Or, you do? Okay. So is it yeah, so the website again? Biting in and thinking it's a tender. And next thing so you know, just you to be clear, the the website, if you want to enter, is quicktrip.com slash bone in fried chicken for a life. No, okay, Why? no, quicktrip.com slash fried chicken for life. Okay, right. I just want to make sure we're on the life. same page. Uh, I mean, you're taking a quick trip is taking what a what a risk they could get somebody that's 18. They got to end up with fried chicken for 70 years. Yeah. What a world, huh? What um, a world. Unfortunately, again, you and Eleanor are not eligible. Uh, not eligible. Many others are. Ron so. Wolf would probably be eligible. 
Right. It's true. Right? He's 85. Uh, I I had something, speaking of old, I had an old person moment. Uh, on the same day that I was supposed to meet Riley to chop it up, I want to get your reaction to it. I told it to Gabe and Chewy, but I want to get your reaction to it because uh, I got to see one of ESPN Wisconsin's biggest stars, dads, who came to my home. And then I immediately embarrassed myself. I'll explain next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Tausch, do you ever have a moment where you're like, all right, because I, I, I know you played in the NFL 11 years, you had probably a concussion or two, so I don't make CTE jokes, I don't do that, um, but I do have these moments now after turning 52 or 55, according to your uh, report, where I, I, I have a brain so cramp. Are you? Are you 52. or 55? 52. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. So Gabe Neitzel, star of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, star of ESPN Radio Nationally. He's on, like, every time I turn on a national show, it seems like he's hosting it. So his dad, Mark, is an electrician. And on Saturday, among the many things I had going on, including volleyball games, gymnastics meet that the girls were at, all these things that I had going on, Mark Neitzel came to my house to fix a miswired set of lights we have in the basement. So now I have been corresponding with Mark Neitzel for weeks, scheduling this, making plans. He decides Saturday works for him, which makes it hard for me to meet Riley, but he spends two hours at our house. But he arrives with his lovely wife. They're going to go hiking after they get done working on my electricity. And I walk up to Mark Neitzel, Gabe's dad, and he says, Jason, and I say, yeah, Keith. I have no, and he says, no, Mark. Like he's in my phone is Mark. I've been texting with him. I've called him Mark to Gabe. What? How does that happen? And do I need to be concerned? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if concerned. it was K-E-I and then N-E-I, you know, Keith and Neitzel. They both start with that E-I combination early on. I have no idea where it came from. I mean, I know his name is Mark. And so then he spends two hours at my house, and all I'm doing the whole time is thinking, how do you make up for that? That's like, that, It's the second word I said. Hi. Keith, there's no coming back from that. <laughs> like now he thinks uh, I'm a complete no. moron. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't believe yeah, I in don't, space. I don't know. I mean, listen, there's stuff, and you guys give me grief. I try to write notes down, and uh, a big reason why I interrupt as much as I do because I have things in my mind, and boom, boom, I want to get it out because Otherwise if I don't, they're gone. It could go into the uh, ether, the orbit. 
So, Space. Yeah, I mean, this stuff This stuff happens, and there's times where you'll come back and you'll have to punch a code in, and you're like, what the heck code is it? I, I don't remember. That doesn't bother me as much, but little things where you just forget or, you know, if oh, I, I left my phone here, I did all this, I, those things Lost I think are charger. just part of the deal. It, the charger thing, not even understanding where it happened, and then the fact that Jesse wouldn't call the airport to try and find it. Uh, all of those things, I think that's just that happens. Uh, you call your kids the wrong name once in a while. I don't typically do that yet, but I think that's just part. I hope that's just a part of getting old. Um, if you start to forget that Coors Light is your favorite beer, then we're going to have that's going to set off some alarm bells. Or if you say that the mountains well, indeed, were green, I'm going to yeah, be concerned. You know what? Green mountains, Keith. I don't know, Keith. Uh, Coors Light, brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and it is cold packaged, so it is made to chill. The mountains, they're not going to be green. You don't want them to be gray. You want them to be baby blue. That's when you know their cold-activated bottles and cans are chilled to perfection. That's why it is Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company. Uh, Golden, Colorado. Uh, Your question about... Uh, Tyler Owens and his lack of belief in the existence of space has led to a lot of interesting responses on the Wilde and Tausch Twitter feed. We'll get to some of those next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. to a few of your responses to Tausch's very astute question. Again, we've had some fun at Tyler Owens' expense with this doesn't believe in space and the planets and flat earthers make some good points, which was my personal favorite of that. (laughs) Well, they make some compelling points. Um, But it's interesting because some people, Tausch, took this in the direction of uh, this guy, if it, this guy's dumb enough to think this, I don't want him. Now, again, we discussed how there's a vast difference, some might say light years in space, between criminal activity and domestic violence and all the despicable things that some players have committed and thinking that there are no planets. Right? Not, not, Jason, this, not the same Jason, do you think a vast majority... Do you think a vast majority of Packer fans would love to have had Tyreek Hill for the last eight years as a wideout? Yes. Yes, despite him too. and the things he did in college and, quite frankly, still issues with him after he became an NFL player. It's really It really showcases the amount of things people will kind of look past because I remember busting... I think it was Jesse's chops because he kept drafting him in his fantasy football league. And Jesse, well, like most of us, have very 
strong opinions on domestic abuse and all of the things that, again, allegedly, I don't know what's been proven. I believe Josh, he said that he, but I'm going to just. You just, you just protect CYA, yourself. Yes. PYA. What is it? The Ron Wolf PYA. Protect your ass. That's uh, what Ron said to me yesterday. And, and the yes. bottom line is he's been a super productive player. He helped the Chiefs win a championship. And even though the Chiefs have proven trading him, getting picks, and turning it in has been a much better move, uh, I think most Packer fans would plug their nose and say, yes. yeah, but he's really, really good on Thursdays, Saturdays, Sunday, Mondays. Yeah. Uh, so in in this case, some took it as related specifically to, to Tyler Owens. Like Chris said, I don't want anyone that stupid on my team. Uh Ryan said the Packers literally had the most quirky player of all time for the past decade or so. I, I think he means Aaron Rodgers. Uh, maybe it's time for much less complicated players. Uh, again, Aaron. I don't know, man. Let people believe whatever they like. It's okay. All right. I like that. You know, let it. But no. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. No, I don't. Let them believe anything you want. No, that that no, like within within the law and within all that stuff. Yeah, and quirky and goofy, certainly. But I, I I'm not going to go down that road. But no, you, you can't just believe anything you want. You can't. Um, Ian, I don't care. Smart people believe dumb things too. He's young. Who knows For what sure. he's experienced or been exposed to thus far in his life. Yeah, Ian's Ian's a hundred percent right. That part because there's plenty of people that probably look at old T and say he's got some crazy thoughts. He wants you to stop it and Believe get leftovers what you like, for people. Big fella. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. But there's there is a line that has gone too far. I'm not saying this young man has done that. And again, there are there are some things that there's a lot of there's a lot of variance to. There's a lot of different ways. That, well, I can understand that point of view. I can understand that and ba ba ba. But there's some things that's like no, that's uh, that's dangerous, and it's criminal. And that's where I think you need to draw a line. Uh, as long as his behavior and beliefs don't harm others, I only care about on-field performance. And yeah, maybe I, if I'm they curious. do harm others, if his performance so is good how, enough, Jason. Okay how many that. fans? How many fans? really care that much about the off the field stuff uh not not nearly as many as you would as they would like right even exactly. even they themselves I, like and i also think it's interesting because and i will be the first to admit that i did not take it as seriously as i should have but like amon green for example there were some domestic issues that went on with him right but he was a great running back and i think as a whole before the Me Too movement, I think in sports especially, we just sort of chalked it up to, yeah, well, that sometimes happens with these guys. They're whatever. And we didn't do a good enough job of viewing it as problematic as it was as reporters. I'm talking about me personally. Uh, I think that shifted some, but I still think y you see these cases, the guys still end up playing, right? I mean, the Ray Rice thing now is, what, a decade ago? And if there's not video of him punching his girlfriend in the elevator, he probably never has any issues with his career. Fact of the matter, right? Video is what 
killed it for him. Uh, two others I wanted to get to. Uh, Lucas, repeat criminal stuff, hard no. Stuff like this, who cares? It's just his belief. So again, I do think there is a portion that think it's harmless stupidity, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And then I sure. thought Mick Mick put it best because because uh, Tyler is a is a defensive back. As long as he doesn't give up too much space to wide receivers. Not bad. <laughs> Thought you might like that Not one. Bad. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I just I I I just don't quite. I don't know where the line is, but I definitely don't think that it's clear. I I think people move it. You talk about moving the goalposts. We're moving the line, based on. The guy's talent. That's the bottom line, and I don't think that's ever going to change. It's just not. I couldn't agree more. Yep. All right, we need to play some trivia. Now, uh, Jesse did the show sheet. Did Riley and Strophy work together on the is, trivia, or did Jesse do the that, Is it bad that I hope? I'm looking for some Gerald Ford trivia today because I've been reading and obviously I've been uh, big into what happened during Watergate and some of the, you know, the dullest book that I'm reading. So I would hope Hunter maybe did some more Gerald Ford no, slash Spiro Agnew. Well, Bad news, trivia? You, you don't, you're not as much as a Gerald Ford, Hunter, Vaughn fan as you are. Instead, yeah. you did request... That tier one Tyler do the trivia, I and did, it would yes. appear that that is what occurred. Okay, that's exciting. So it is tier one Tyler trivia, and the category is Tyler presents firsts trivia. I guess that's because he's in tier one. I think probably. Uh, I'm a little disappointed because Tyler is, uh, as as he's explained on our show, I think from a Steinhoffel's appearance, he explained how bubbler drinks came to be, and they are a Wisconsin-based Pepsi-invented product, and they've got a new flavor out. I was hoping that that would be the trivia because I've been drinking it like crazy, uh, but that's not on the trivia either. So if it's caught, if it's would you come down strictly if we if we didn't even have a remote, it was not partner attached. But Tyler said you come down, I'll get you a twelve pack of bubbler. Do you make the trip? It's going to have to be more than twelve. <laughs> what do you need? It's a like a case. How about ten cases? Hundred twenty cans. Hundred twenty. You need a hundred twenty cans. Dude, we go through that stuff like it's nobody's business. It is the number one drink here. Right. There is Ball, no soda. Balls in your court, Tyler. <laughs> 100, 120 cans of bubbler, and uh, I'll be at your house. Uh, we are in negotiations, though, with the tailgate tour coming through Sun Prairie. We're trying to figure out yeah. what we're going to do with that, but figure I'm looking out. forward to that as well. All right, if it's first trivia, I'm going to make it easy on the dynamic duo there behind the glass. Caller one. 844-770-3776, yeah. 844-770-3776. The only thing I don't know about that, Jason, you're not going to get a first-timer. Like, if we could find a way to get a first-timer on caller one with a first. Do you want to take the first, first, first-timer to do, call in? Can we do a first, first-timer? Is that against the rules? Jesse's not here. We can do whatever we want. I think, Riley, let's do our first, first caller. 
Got to be a first-time contestant. You've never I don't know if, again, I don't want to break rules. I don't want to break the rules, but Strofe, let's get a first-time first Strofe time. by design is is kind of against the uh, a rule breaker, but I don't think we're oh, allowed. He's a bust. I, I don't. I don't think we could. Can we do that? I don't know the rules. Why not? I don't know the rules. I don't know. Uh, Jesse, I don't, j- somewhere. Can't do it. I, I don't see why not. I want to be clear. Jesse is working today. I don't want anyone to think he's not working. He's just not doing our show today. He did not take the day off. He's got a bunch of games and a bunch of bowling to call. Uh, I, I just. Oh, by the way, nailed that prediction last night at McFarland, although I'm shocked. Verona. The Verona Girls Hoops program is big-time hoops. They got knocked off last night by Arrowhead in a monster upset in the uh, girls' basketball section. Any given Thursday. Yeah. Upset. All right. I don't think we can change I was the told rules. Verona. I was told by my Verona friends, the Cripsies, that it was going to be Cakewalk City mm. for Verona to win a state lo- championship. Cripsy was looking past this one. Cripsy got crispy last night. Sounds like. All right, caller one eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We will play Wilde and Tosh trivia coming up next. Want to remind you, uh, the save buy more save more sale is back at Steinhoffels. This is the best time to refresh your whole house because the more you buy, the more you save. You can take up to $300 off your purchase of bedroom, dining, sofas, home office, and so much more. The more you buy, the more you save. It's that simple. Plus, they're giving you 10% off all clearance furniture. So get in today and save big during Steinhoffels. Buy more, save more sales. Steinhoffels has something for everyone. Shop in-store or online at steinhoffels.com. Trivia's next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. The radio gods show favor. It's time for trivia. We didn't have to manipulate anything, by the way. Uh, watermelon lime smasher. It's good stuff, Tausch. Tell Sarah she should try it. I know she's a fan. Uh, it washes down bone-in fried chicken very well, I might add. Uh, so we were going to manipulate the system to get a first-time caller with caller one. To the first trivia? We didn't have to. It happened. We got him anyway. Andrew in Kenosha. Unless, Andrew, you're not not just playing along to make us happy, right? You are truly a first-time contestant, correct? That's correct, boys. Yep. I appreciate your... I appreciate that. get, Get in and have a chance to have a chance here. See, and we know. Chill it oh, out. You know what I really like? Chill it out. I love it, and Andrew, I don't want to. I don't want to butter you up too much. By the way, I mentioned glazing on KBN, and none of them had heard of it. You and your, you well, know, glaze. Old. They ain't his hip is old T. Uh, clearly old T not. Knows. Um, but I, I just. Uh, but I, I'll say this: Jason Max has asked me to stop using that terminology, so I, I have. Oxy so Max and I, I agree. No 
Not a fan of glazing. Uh, yeah, he said it's. He's not. A, he said that's. No, it's not you. It's very uncomfortable, Tash. Yeah, there's some connotations why? there I don't like. Um, that would be why. why. Jump into it. Explain. No, I think after yesterday's Bush discussion, I think I've had enough of that type of uh, conversation. But Andrew, here's what I love about what Andrew just did. I love it when you sneaky get something in there that lets us know that you're a longtime listener of the show. Because that is a chilly sure. Brad Childress reference, and I really appreciate that. So that was really good. All right. It's a great line, too. It is. It's a great line. Clouds are funny now. Uh, and what's the one about the game room? <laughs> Fool me once, Fool shame me on once, me. Shame on you. Fool me twice. The game room's closed. <laughs> Words to live by. We got. Can we get? Can we book Chili? I'm Facebook uh, friends maybe. with them. All right. Yeah, I'm going to try that. We could try. I'm going to reach out. All right, Andrew, here we go. Uh, these are Tier 1 Tyler Presents Firsts Trivia. Here is the first question for the first caller playing trivia for the first time. Officially trademarked in 1974, what was the first official Girl Scout cookie? Which, by the way, I had my 12 boxes delivered yesterday. So that's my first batch that arrived. The first Girl Scout cookie, Andrew, trademarked in 1974. Were they trefoils, thin mints, or Tauschies? (laughs) I got to go thin mints. See, and I would have, too... Uh, because I don't even nope. know what a trefoil is. It's the it's what like the trefoil? shortbread bland like cookie that I don't think anyone orders anymore. Yeah, very tough question for me. Yeah, two the very first question was hard. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, and by the way, does anyone actually say thin mints? Doesn't everybody say tin mints? No, yeah, give me a couple no of one thin says, mints. No, oh, I, Pat, I think everybody. Maybe says Mike Patton says that, tin but mints. nobody else. Ah, give me a couple of them tin mints, even though I hate mint. All right. Out of these three schools, which was the first to join the Big Ten Conference? Is it Penn State, Ohio State, or Wisconsin? Hmm. Ohio State. Well, so I'm, this could be, I'm a little concerned. This could be our first call. Yeah. This could be our first contestant to not get a first question right. Still waiting for your first major league hit. Uh, all right, here we go, Andrew. Question three. The answer is Wisconsin, Jason. For the record, since you, this is what you're supposed to do. Wisconsin. What was the first school that was uh, brought into the Big Ten? Who was the founding father of the Big Ten? I don't understand the question. Do you know? What was the first school that was the charter member of the Big Ten? Okay, because Penn State seems to be the first one to have been added in the most uh, when they expanded for the first time. No, I, I knew know. this was between Ohio State and Wisconsin. I don't know. Like I'm assuming there had to be six or seventeen. I don't know. That's where I'd like Tyler to follow up on, but he's unavailable. All right, go ahead. You kind of uh, want him up. to wear the collar. You kind of want Andrew to wear the collar. I definitely don't. I want him to get his first question before the next time he plays. I want him to get his first easy. one right. Uh, the charter members, the charter members of the Big Ten, founded in 1896. University of Chicago, University of Illinois, 
Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Northwestern. Iowa was added in 1899 and Ohio State in 1912. So there's one to learn from. Great Andrew, question. let's get question three right so you don't uh, have to wait to get your first correct answer till the next time you play. <laughs> Who scored the first... Here we go. Who scored the first touchdown for the Green Bay Packers during their divisional round playoff loss to the 49ers in January? Was it Tucker Kraft, Luke Musgrave, or Bo Melton? Um, Tucker Kraft. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, here here's the thing. Maybe you'll be the first person to win the drawing with only one entry into it. <laughs> Andrew, uh, not not great, but tough questions. Very tough. Tyler may face a ban next. Uh, you may have fared better with no, Gerald Ford trivia. Those are fair questions. I think Tyler should send a six-pack of bubbler to Andrew. Watermelon lime crusher smasher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew, you still get one entry for being the first caller. We appreciate your loyalty to the show and you dropping old school references. Uh, good luck in the drawing. I don't know if Riley and Strophy are qualified or planning on doing the drawing, but at some point we'll draw a winner and hopefully it'll be you, buddy. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, my good buddy George Hesselberg just sent me a note saying, I only get the shortbread cookies. They're great with coffee. Okay. Are, are you a big sweets guy? No, I love those coconut. I don't know what they call them now. The little coconut. Uh, uh, caramel delights, they are now called. They used to be. Samoas. They used to be called Samoas. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the best. There's, if you want to tier uh, Girl Scout cookies, they're tier one. Everything else is like well below. The fr- uh, peanut butter. Peanut butter, uh, the peanut butter ones peanut frozen butter sandwiches? are fantastic. Okay. But outside of that, not a big GSC guy. Mm. Not a big GSC guy. I believe I ordered 12 boxes from three different Girl Scouts because I like to support the Girl Scouts. And I like cookies a lot. Uh, we will kick off the 11 o'clock hour with they had some a new one come out. What, they had a new one that came out. We right? got a lemonades one. There's one that's got kind yeah. of a caramel in the middle. There's a lot of options. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can I can pass. Uh, I can bring some down to you so you can taste test them next no, time. I'm, I'm all right. Uh, no, I'm all right. I just I know I love the Samoan ones uh, and that and the peanut butter. Outside of that, I, I just feel like yeah, like you said, very bland. Uh, I I I do love my Girl Scout cookies, and I love when I get to talk to Ron Wolf. And I love it even more when Mark Tauscher actually reads what I wrote. And that yeah, occurred I read today. It. Good article this morning. Uh, this morning Didn't in the State Journal the on ad, I did not love the ad that popped up uh, when I was reading it. Uh, did not. Got to pay the bill somehow. We'll talk about that story, but not about that ad. Next, to kick off the 11 o'clock hour, it's Will Dean's Ash.